Hello everyone, I'm Gabe Godespin from KMIH889 The Bridge, and today I am joined by a very special guest, our principal here at Mercer Island High School, Mr. Walter Kelly. Mr. Kelly, you've uh, been here now, this is your second year, and it's it's great to actually see you in the hallways versus on Zoom like last <laughs> year. I know um, we uh, we did an, an interview at the beginning of last year, all the way back in September of 2020, which is right. absolutely crazy. Uh, so it's it's so great to have you next to me joining me. Thanks, Gabe. I appreciate it. First, just to, to start it off a little bit light, because I'm hoping and I know that this will be an exciting uh, platform to kind of share any thoughts you have uh, with the school district, with the students, uh, any way to get um, your your main feelings about, about the school out. Um, I want to start it off with something fun. So I asked you, and I was with Scott Pirac, we said, if you could have one meal before the world ended, what would it be? I'm going to ask you that question again, but now over a year in, it has to be one of the school lunches from the high school. I don't probably a meatball sub. Uh, probably head with that with a meatball sub at this point. I might have to agree with you to be yeah. honest. That yeah. that is Pretty a great tasty. school. Not lunch. healthy for for a fifty year old, but delicious. <laughs> yeah. So to start it off, I think that this is something that we can do every week. Is just any any shout outs that you have uh, to people around the school district, around the high school that you just want to congratulate. There's a lot of people doing a lot of great things at Mercer Island High. So congratulations to our tennis team for their success. Uh, volleyball teams coming up with, if they win on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, they qualify for the state tournament. So yeah. want to wish them well and hope that they get to qualify for that and see them continue to play. Um, speaking of plays, we have the Odyssey. Uh, which is going on now for our theater department. So the first live performances from a theater department in about two years. So we're excited to see that. And then one of the things that was just a cool moment of Zen was the first uh, uh, orchestra concert that was just about, what, three or four weeks ago. And just live music again performed by our students. It just, it, just hearing it choked me up. So yeah. it's awesome. It, it feels great. Even the little things when, when they're back in person just feel so much better. So, um, yeah, those are a lot of great things going on. Um, one of the major uh, topics over the past month or so as we're adjusting now to in-person learning, kind of going from zero to 60 almost uh, from last year, has been students' mental health. And I know uh, the radio station KMIH 88.9 has uh, just finished up the I Wish campaign, which was um, a big project where students were able to voice their, their concerns or uh, how they're feeling about teachers, peers, and parents. Um, so I- I'm wondering if you could give a message to um to the student body, to the MI community on how your communication has been with teachers and has been with the administration on how to improve students' mental health and make sure that we're kind of easing in being in school because it's obviously a huge adjustment. Sure. Uh, First, I'll use kind of maybe a a bit of a cheesy metaphor, but um, for about a year and a half, I lived in rural Colorado in the mountains in a mountain town in Telluride. And uh, from there, I moved to Dallas. And I had this transition where I was driving in Dallas after living in rural Colorado and with 12 lanes of traffic and two lanes merging on, like, oh, my God, how (laughs) just processing all of that. And I thought about that as a metaphor as we started the school year. It's kind of what it's felt like. It's like we've had this kind of simple two lane road. We've been negotiating online and hybrid. And now we're back pretty much full with all the things that we do with school, sports, activities, music social lives for the most part, hitting back up to stride. So with all of that, just that feeling of being overwhelmed is something I think many of us have been aware of. Um, The first part is we really look to start the year to really emphasize as teachers to establish relationships before we looked at content. And I'm I'm proud of the students and our teachers really emphasizing that. What the 
what our student leadership did, our spirit groups, our ASB, and many other groups, just looking at ways they could welcome people back and make sure they felt uh, included and that there was some excitement, but also some just genuine joy about being back in the same spot again. So we really tried to start the year with that relational focus on the joy of being back together. And then as things started to amp up in the next two to three weeks and a lot of classes, uh, I think it hit a lot of students. Uh, one of the things that we looked at also was trying to discriminate between what were situational stressors and what were maybe overwhelming anxiety, uh, what was overwhelming anxiety. In other words, everybody gets nervous for a math test. Uh, right. If I had to sit down for a math test, I'd probably be more nervous than most of our students now, but you do. it's normal. <laughs> yeah. And then just getting used to that feeling again and being able to deal with that in one way, but then when somebody really is overwhelmed with like free-floating anxiety, making sure that we had care for that. And, and I'll be glad to go into it, but that was kind of the thing as we hit that fourth, fifth week we were concerned about. And uh, as our seniors, and shout out to our seniors for finishing a lot of their college app work. Yeah. And the first quarter, all you guys have finished that. You have one quarter down, three to go. Um, you know, looking now at where do we sit? What are we experiencing? Because none of us have been through this before. Um, and we have some additional psychological services available for students. Uh, we're trying to find ways to make Schoology a little more consistent for students. So it simplifies that part. And then just seeing where the problems go and where the successes go. Yeah, I think as a, as a principal, I'm sure mental health of students is one of the, the major priorities. And I'm sure it's something we'll be able to discuss a lot more uh, in the future. Another thing that uh, has been definitely on the radar of everyone in the MI community is inclusion and uh, just avoiding hateful comments and just hate in general. Uh, in your letter in late October, you said Mercer Island High School is a place um, where everyone feels safe, welcome, and comfortable. That's what you wanted uh, to achieve. And if you were to give a message to anyone listening uh, to this interview from Mercer Island, uh, what would you tell them on how to contribute to a more accepting environment academically and socially? First, think about a student you know, a friend you have, and think about whether or not he or she fits in the school, has a point of belonging, and is valued in the school. And if, and if you can't think of all those things, really start to think as a student, how do I reach out and find that value in that person? How do I bring that person into the fold? Um, as an Islander, uh, as adults, we look at that as kind of the student X. So if we ever can think of a student that is having a hard time fitting, and there always is, uh, we it's really up to us to figure out how do we guide this as a school to make sure there's a spot where that person belongs, is connected, and where we're drawing upon the value of every human being in this building. Um, another thing you could do is just be careful with your words. Uh, make sure that you don't take that, that moment, that cheap shot, to just try to be funny and be bigger <laughs> by putting somebody else down. And then third, on both sides, really think about when words are said, look at separating the intent and the impact and really determining, you know, first the person who hears it and may be offended by a word or a saying or anything, that's the impact that it has. And then really clarifying whether the intent of that person uh, was to harm or whether it's out of ignorance. And then really try to reconcile any of those things so that you maintain friendships and build understanding. Uh, last part, I almost kind of go Ted Lasso, is always leave with curiosity. <laughs> I mean, you know, always start with how do you learn more from other people because they're going to make you better, richer, smarter, funnier, <laughs> a more complete human being the more you listen. 
a friend of mine really talks about that none of our glasses are ever completely full. Right. And the only way to fill those is to use other people, what they bring, and then collectively we can have a full glass. Individually, we never will. It's a, it, perfection never happens, but as a group, sometimes you can achieve that. Right. And um, I know that this is um, an exciting opportunity um, for both of us because it's a, it's, it's a way for you uh, to share to the students anything, just a way that directly you can talk to them. Um, is there anything that you want to discuss right now that's been on top of your mind that you want to share? Well, we had some faculty members who've actually expressed some concern with some of the senior sh- sweatshirts that are there. Um, and, you know, they actually mimic or copy uh, some alcohol la- labels. And I don't know that the intent of our students is to cause, you know, any disruption or anything. But our, I think we ought to really consider what the messaging is with that. I think we ought to look at, as juniors and seniors, in this case seniors, what is the message you're sending to 14-year-olds, in this case about drinking? And is that a healthy thing that we promote? Or we bury b- below the message that make it known that this is the cool thing. So I want us to be really careful that we're not sending a message out as a school that uh, teenage drinking is good or that it's part of our accepted culture here. Um, So, you know, something I'd just like for our seniors to think about and others to think about as we try to work together as a community to make sure that we keep this a great place. One thing that I know you're very excited about is this Principal Kelly's Song of the Week, which I think we can play at the end (laughs) um, of every Principal Kelly's Corner. That's what I think we'll call it from here on out. Um, Is there any song you can choose maybe one or two per week that you want uh, the Mercer Island High School community to know about? I'll give you two this week. Uh, Dead Leaves in the Dirty Ground by the White Stripes. I just love the fact that it's got this poetry about total contrast of, of how life is better with this person he loves in his life. And uh, also by the Silver Spun Pickups, Lazy Eye. I just love the way the song builds over time and builds up that energy just kind of subtly. Uh, I love the way the guitar sounds on that. So, yeah, check out those two, please. All right, Principal Kelly, thank you so much for joining me, and I'm excited to see what we have in store for the future. Gabe, thanks. Appreciate it.